gentlemen, welcome to a premiere 2019 episode of Not For Nothing with your hosts, yeah. Chris Merced yeah. and Christopher Amundsen. Wow. Little known fact, Chris Whoa. is not a Christopher. He is just a Chris. I am a Christopher. It's with a K, bitches. Yeah, like the Ku Klux Klan. Right. Uh, I, I know. Gotcha. No. How you doing? Um, I'm actually surprisingly well this morning for well, uh, we're it, doing it so early. It is a Friday morning. Early Friday morning. I appreciate you coming in early for this one. I I appreciate for you for having me. Uh, Wait, that's not right. I want to say Happy New Year to you. Mm, I want to say you. Happy, Happy New Year, Year to you. all of our loyal listeners. Yes. Thank you for coming back for a year. Another year. Four? Just hanging on. Year here. three. Year three. So this is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Technically, this is our third year of recording. Nonsense. Sure. So yep. we appreciate it. Going strong. Uh, we miss you all. Mm-hmm. Uh, in person, we should have another party sometime soon. I don't know when. Maybe Valentine's Day oh, party. Yeah, Valentine's Day party. <laughs> hey, guys. Not for nothing, Valentine's Hey, guys, Day and party. our one female listener, probably my mom. Hey. <laughs> you want to listen? Mm. Uh, Chris, you want to jump in? Uh, not for nothing, but I'm going to send her roses this year. You didn't get roses? I'm going to send her roses. <laughs> oh, you're going to send my ma roses? <laughs> Yo, my ma crazy, dude. Uh. She crazy. Crazy good. Crazy great. Yeah. I love you, Mom. You're yeah. the number one on top of my lists. Oh. My Valentine's D list. All uh, right. Where do we go from here? We just go down, down, okay. downhill. All right. Great. Uh, football season's over. Yes. Uh the regular season's over. Right. right. Uh the playoffs have begun. Yep. And there is a lot of uh controversy and strife oh. between quarterbacks and wide receivers Ooh. on teams that did not make the playoffs. Boy, is there. Namely the Vikings mm-hmm. and the Steelers. Yeah, I think that's about it. Right? Yeah. Uh, is there any other? No, just those yeah, teams. Just those teams, yeah. They got some beefs. They do. Uh, strong beef jerky. First of all, I want to get your take, and I know we brought this up a lot of times on this okay. show, but what's your take on Kirk Cousins? Like, where do the Vikings go from here with this whole Kirk Cousins? Uh, they they he missed just... the playoffs. Like, they, they went from a magical season, the miracle mm-hmm. in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. to missing the playoffs completely. Like us, Chris, they just go downhill. Yeah, it's true. We are the Kirk Cousins of the <laughs> radio broadcast. I actually saw a tweet from... We seem good. It's from a guy... <laughs> when you listen, it's kind of <laughs> shit. That said... Um, uh, what it's, So there's a story apparently out there that Hugh Jackson is under consideration for the offensive coordinator position with... Minnesota. Which he worked with Zimmer, right? Right, in, back in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Right. Did so they makes, like each other though? I don't know. But so I don't even know if like yeah, if this is like an actual like story or if, if, if there's any truth to it or people well, are just trying to connect the dots here. I also something. heard and I don't, I don't know if this is just a joke or not, but Marvin Lewis was like, I'm putting Hugh's name no, in the No, I think ring. that was true. Really? Yeah, he he's he's I know recommending just laughed Hugh and laughed and laughed. Cincinnati. No, because everyone's been expecting this for six months basically. Like, why already. would why would they hire Hugh? Anyway, go because ahead. Because the point. owner because the owner loves continuity. The owner loves to pay dumb, people shit. Dumb bad head coaches. Yeah. So anyway, some guy uh, tweeted back about that story about uh, Hugh for Minnesota and was like, well, this makes sense because Kirk Cousins is the Hugh Jackson of quarterbacks. Wow. <laughs> and I thought that was, wow. a little, that was a little strong. That's not true. I don't know. I like it, though. I like, like it, too. It was I like funny. the take just because I've always disliked Hugh. Yeah. And I know it's popular to dislike Hugh. And uh, Kirk, right. Kirk's not a terrible quarterback. Like, Hugh is a terrible head coach. Right. No, so, no, no. Yeah, that's and a good he was point. not a maybe not a bad offensive coordinator. He's had some success over the years as an offensive coordinator. I don't know Kirk Cousins' uh, career stat line, and I should look this up. Mm. But is it? It's probably not worth it. Well, who's been more successful in the postseason? 
RG3 or Kirk Cousins? Has Kirk Cousins been in the playoffs? I don't know. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good that's a that's a fair question then. Also, where is RG3? Did he end up in like Baltimore? He's in Baltimore. Yeah, not playing. He's gonna win a ring. Third stringer. Yeah. He okay. got passed by Lamar Jackson. Yeah, well, yeah. that worked out. Yeah. Um it's for the best for everybody. So Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen. I haven't seen the video on this, but I've heard about it, and it just big, brings me ultimate joy. The, the video isn't really like all that like shocking or is terrible. It, it's in game. It's in game, and and Cousins is kind of giving Thielen a, a mouthful. Basically, but why? Right? He's like telling him to like. He keeps doing this weird like you're arm motion. To do this. Like yeah, you're supposed to kind of run the route or something. Adam like Thielen's that. like, well, I was the best quarterback in the league and. Or running back, sorry, wide receiver in the league until you, you know, showed up. You showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's this whole thing about, um, and wh- so it, I think both sides are are fair in this thing, and everyone's kind of piling on Cousins, I think, because he sucks. But where, like, at one point, someone does some lip reading or something, and then when you once you realize it, you, you're like, yeah, that's true. It's, he starts scoring. He's like, I don't have ten seconds. Oh right, right. I've heard that. Right. Yeah. So he can't. He doesn't have ten seconds to throw him the ball to make sure Thielen's running his route or something. So, so I think he's in a way, he's kind of like, blaming the offensive line. Right, which is true because their offensive line is terrible. Yeah. Uh, so they're both right and they're both wrong here. And, and I think this, I mean, chalk this up to like a lot of teams arguing and Brady yelling at people on the sidelines and yeah. Or Roethlisberger never being wrong. Right. And always blaming someone else. Right. And whether it's the refs or whatever. And Doug Baldwin, like, you know, yells at Russell Wilson all the time. But that team yells at each other all the time. Right. They're like the most dysfunctional fucking interpersonal team. It's weird. Right. Right. Well, they used to be not so much anymore because they got rid of all those yellers. It's true. They, they, they like kind of get off on yelling at each other. Yeah, they can, yeah, I think it I think it motivates them or helps them play better somehow. So then over in Pittsburgh, you've got Antonio Brown who was benched for the last game of the season. Well, who pulled him who didn't practice all all week long. Kind right. of well, he said he's did, not going to play. Yeah. And then I I wish there was video of that fight yeah. because Roethlisberger's like me and Antonio are the best friends on the team. I don't know what you're talking about. Antonio Brown's like, I fucking hate Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. I don't know. Me and Antonio, we're like, go yeah. to church together sometimes. <laughs> and Antonio like, Brown's like, I fucking never yeah, talked to that I guy in my it. life. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. It's amazing. The Ben Roethlisberger like PR machine like brainwashed him. But it's, I, it's I, think, I think after the rape, it wasn't like a, hey, let's sit down with Ben and let's get him to his talking points, correct? Yeah. I think they threw him into a van the way that yeah. like... Parents take their gay kids and try to like bring them to like Christian camp yes. to like deprogram yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's what happened because he's just like yeah. he gets on 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 these like radio shows and you listen to him. You're like, what the? This guy's like just a soulless, yeah. lying. Right. He just says like, this is the words you want me to say. Right. I am Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Goodbye. And it's like, then why the fuck is is like does everyone on your team hate you? If you're the team leader, how come you've lost? Because he's not the how team come leader. Lost a, how come you've lost like a an all pro running back and an all pro right receiver within 12 months of each other? Like not to injury, to just fucking yeah. hating you. Because he's not an actual leader. He thinks he's a leader, and he's because he's the quarterback. He's supposed to get the most respect, and he can blame everybody he wants to. Right. And he's and he's just he's not an actual leader. He's just a quarterback who who has that position, who has that. He thinks he has that power, and most quarterbacks do. He doesn't, and no one respects him. So here's and, my and all those half those and it's weird too because he, he does this PR spin machine like in in, in in these certain instances but then in like post game press conferences or whatever he starts blaming everybody else. Well, he blames right? everybody like or from deflects the, from himself from the field to, from the moment he gets on the field to the moment like the moment he gets to the stadium to right. the moment he leaves the stadium. Yeah, he's just all blame. Right, he threw that fucking pick six against against Cincinnati directly to the safety. The first interception the Bengals had had since week eleven, and he fucking he went and pointed. At the at the referees because he thought like one of his wide receivers was held on the return. Yeah. 
You can't blame just, the he. Meanwhile, he's blaming him while that you see the fucking play happening behind him. Like the guy's running for six points while he's yelling at the referee. Like he could have been in on that tackle easily, and instead he's like just blaming. He's just a blame machine. Yeah, he's the fucking worst. And I hate rooting will, for that guy. He will never be try to stop. Uh, 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 interception return. No, no, no. I mean, like Russell Wilson. Have you? Seen, I've seen other guys. It's like I think Brady's even tried to like stop guys. You know, well, it's like, weird because Roethlisberger used to be so tough. Right now he takes these weird like lay down sacks. Yeah. Like he just doesn't want to get hit anymore. And that's just. Is he I think hanging out with Eli or something. Well, I think what happens is, and I, I can attest to old. this. You get old and it sucks yeah. to get hit. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks to get hurt. Yeah, unless you're Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady doesn't like to get hurt either. Person, he doesn't like to get hurt either. I bounce back because it's TB12. Well, that's true. TB12, aka like HGH, (laughs) right? (laughs) And some other weird shit. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I have a I have a trade proposal. I I saw you 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 brought something up. Yeah, it's a straight up one for one. Okay, makes everybody happy. Mm -hmm. Adam Adam Thielen. Yeah. For Antonio Brown. Yeah. Antonio Brown gets to play, play with a quarterback that play that plays a game that that helps all of Antonio Brown's problems. Someone who will just launch and throw deep. Uh, Antonio Brown is a much faster quarterback that will hit those route or wide receiver that will hit those routes okay. that that Kirk Cousins is bitching about. Okay. He won't need ten seconds to get there. Yeah, uh, he's not afraid to go over the middle. I guess Thielen isn't either. Uh, yeah, I don't think. He's and then Roethlisberger just gets a white guy. <laughs> Which he clearly likes better. Apparently. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like he just, no, like a... Switzer. I, I will say this. I listened to the Ringer podcast, which was like very up my alley and also make me crazy. Uh, the last the last one with, with, uh, with the last Bill Simmons reporter or whatever was about uh, how he's obsessed with this idea of trading Ben Simmons, which feeds into my, my love of the Sixers and also like what's wrong with Antonio Brown. In which case, uh, Simmons compared Antonio Brown to Rod Tis- Tidwell uh, from the... <laughs> Arizona Cardinals, okay. which I love. I love that take because it's so true. And then fucking, the, as it turns out, Antonio Brown, one time, I think, he, did he win Dancing with the Stars? I know he was on it. He was on it. And he was definitely trying to be like, look at me, I'm Antonio Brown. Uh, and now he was like the first football player on the Secret Singer Mask show. Mask Singer or yeah. something, yeah. Uh, the week after, which, which is I, probably a more interesting story than this well, whole stupid. Saga. I think that there's a. I think that those things tie together. I think the fact that he was upset that he wasn't getting the playing time mm-hmm. and that he didn't get to play that last week because he knew he'd already taped an episode of this mass singer shit. Yeah. And so he wanted to be in the playoffs and he was upset that he, they weren't going to make the playoffs because it didn't tie in well with his like mass singer debut. Right, 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 right. I felt like there was a, some sort of a marketing attempt ploy here just to like get his name out there a little uh, bit more. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Like he's, Although it seems like poorly executed though. There, right? I mean, it's a, it's a, pu- no, no publicity is bad publicity. I guess. I think that you're right. I think he just had to like publicity or, go yeah, for whatever. something. Yeah. Cause he was out of the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's a, it's a strange thing, but then also like to, to like have your agent call the head coach like Sunday morning was like, Oh no, he's good to play. How sick do you think Mike Tomlin is of fucking getting calls from agents about these fucking players? Yeah, he doesn't want to fucking talk to an agent. Yeah. yeah. At all. I uh, I mean, the, that's the, when I like Mike Tomlin because when he talks like that, and then he's like, "Yeah, that's not how we do things yeah, around here." He's yeah. like, "Don't ever fucking talk to me again." He also said, "We put, we made our bed," you know. Yeah. Like he's like, "We're yeah. we're we're in a in yep. a shitty situation yep. because we played this way." I don't think Mike Tomlin should be out of town. I don't. I I'm, as much as I yep. dislike the way he coaches down to his town or mm-hmm. to the, to the competition. I think a lot of coaches do that. Though. I agree. I think 
I think uh, your boy in Seattle yeah, does, he does that, that all the time. Yep. He does it at Arizona. Uh, I would say Roethlisberger needs to go, mm. and he won't. I would just like. You don't think so now? If, I, if Brown, if Brown goes, gets traded, and Le'Veon Bell's gone, there's not much of an offense left there, basically. And does Roethlisberger just go? You know what? At this point. I, I see the writing on the wall here. No, I think Roethlisberger now wants like feels like it's his team uh, and he's got something to prove. Yeah. I just let the, I let the I let the left guard just lay off on like two plays against like you know yeah your first game against yep. Chicago yeah and just fucking let Roethlisberger take two in the fucking kidneys sure. and then you get you know this uh, okay, this Oklahoma State quarterback in and let him have a, a ride you okay. know give sure. him a cup of coffee Rudolph? what a waste of a se- season to have I don't know also like do you think if Roethlisberger wasn't there. Would Le'Veon Bell come back next season? No, for the franchise. No, tag? I think he's. No, I think that's it's, more his, about his upper management. With the, yeah, yeah, with the, yeah, with okay. the organization as a whole. Uh, I, let me get, let's go back to your trade proposal right there. Okay, great. Because yeah. I don't. Because I hate it. <laughs> and because I, I'm not sure how many teams actually would want Antonio Brown at this point, right? Because he's got a 20 million, 22 million dollar cap hit, right? Right. So everyone's going to go, is he really worth this? And he's got one, wait a minute, one year left, maybe two years left. Well, isn't left. Adam Thielen up? Isn't he up for a contract this and year? He might be up for a contract. But if you're Minnesota. Because that guy makes like, six, like 600000 a year or yeah. something. Yeah. And if you're Minnesota, I'd much rather have Thielen than Brown, I think, at this well, point. Well, with he's Diggs, younger. yeah. You've got, yeah, he's he, got Diggs. Because Brown's not going to be happy with Diggs either. Splitting time exactly. With Diggs, that's, right? that's the major flaw in my whole philosophy. Right. right. And the other, the other problem then, too, is that, and I thought this was really interesting reading this, is that the Steelers would incur a $21 million cap hit trading away Antonio Brown. Well, what are they going to do? I don't know. That's a good question. I think the thinking is to ride it out. It yeah. I think you just ride it out. You pay all the money. You try to go big next year. The defense is there. It's clicking. I mean, who, who knows? It's, to me, everything boils back down to Tomlin and Roethlisberger. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'd, and you can't get rid of Mike Tomlin right now because there's there are no black coaches left in the in the league. There are two left. There are two black head coaches left. Yeah, in the league. I'm not, why am I and not with, thinking the other one? I want the Steelers and the Rooney Rule. It's a guy in San, San Diego. Oh yeah, yeah, right, Anthony Lynn, uh, who almost got fired last year. Yeah, so and now he's the coach of the year, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I think Pete Carroll should get it personally. Mm, thanks. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean seriously. No, no, no. I, I, there's. There's a, I think there's a list of five guys, honestly, there that, that you can make a strong argument for, um, and they don't involve the Rams, Kansas City, or New Orleans. Yeah, I agree. Basically, you know. I, I mean, the Kansas City's going to lose in the, the first game of the playoffs. <laughs> it's just a guarantee. <laughs> it's Andrew Reid's way. Uh, I really like what, what... What do you think about this coach of the year? Bill O'Brien. Uh, wow. I don't... Yeah. I mean, they, they started 0-3. Started 0-3. They recovered. They recovered. The NFL loves to give people coach of the year, executive of the year that gets fired the next year, which <laughs> easily could happen to yeah, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I also like this. Frank uh, Wright in, in, in Indy. That's, I mean, that's the obvious choice because the guy wasn't even on their coaching list when, I mean. They started one and five. That, so I don't know if that's. I think like, Frank Reich is an executive of the year choice. I think that their GM should get executive of the year mm-hmm. for for get l- essentially losing their head their their head coach, mm-hmm. firing their entire yeah, coaching yeah, yeah, staff, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then getting a guy that wasn't even on their original list because they were already that far behind yeah. in the coach search. Yeah. To find somebody that could come in, work with Andrew Luck, and and make it to the playoffs. Yeah. That whoever the, whoever the Colts GM is that that feels Chris Ballard, like, who I think we were talking about a year or two ago because. Uh, they fired that terrible dude yeah. who's awful. Yeah. And he's, he's 
This is like the quintessential GM who like under the radar like uh, draft picks and free agent pickups like signs guys on you know for like uh, you know doesn't splurge on free agency like right. big contracts signings. Right. The little guys that do a lot of you know so he's he's been phenomenal. I do want to plug John Schneider with the Seahawks though for for uh, executive of the year okay. because everyone rid Seattle off this off season. They got rid of all their like you know their five big names and everyone's like oh you know a lot of people were saying they're going to have like the worst. Did worst they lose their owner record. too? Yeah, he died. So you that's a big deal. That's kind of a big deal. I mean to lose the owner as an executive. Yeah. You know, so I'm just you saying really he, have to put like on the big boy pants should, at that point. He should get at least some credibility there and so Okay. So let's also. give Reich the coach of the year and okay. we'll give well, and, we'll and then, give your guy the And then also coach of the year Matt Nagy with Chicago. Although uh, although he would they were I don't know how much was That also feels like an executive of the year thing because that's mm-hmm. that's all because of the deal with the Raiders to me. Mm-hmm. That season changes completely yeah. because of that. I'd uh, like to see Anthony Lynn actually get the head coach or the, the coach. Well, that year. would, I mean, that saves it. That, that shows a little bit of, that saves some face in the NFL. So right. eight head coaches fired. Yeah. Five of them are black. Yeah. Which leaves three minority head coaches, which I think is hilarious because, not not because it's hilarious, but because yeah. they consider Ron Rivera a minority head coach. Well, I, I mean, technically, it, it's. I, I mean, technically, you would be that, too because yeah. you'd be like, you know, Norwegian. Right. No, no. Well, that's <laughs> the thing about it. Yeah, totally. But, you know. It's a, it's a, I mean, I guess, yes, technically it is. I, uh, I just don't think that the Steelers could get rid of Tomlin in a year when the Rooney rule is so, so important. Um, I think that, I think black co- head coaches in the NFL get so much less of a chance. It I think that, I think like that, that, that they yes, get hired, sure, but they yeah. don't get, the time, time. yeah. I, I still think that I think that the, the guy for the Jets, what's his name, Cromwell? What's it, who is the head coach who got fired from the Jets? Oh, Bowles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Todd Bowles. Yeah. My bad. Um, it's okay. I thought he did an okay job in Detroit, and I thought he did an okay job with the Jets. I mean, the team maybe gave up on him. Yeah, I think. But I think that I think that if you gave him another year, that team would be compatible, com- competitive. competitive. Meanwhile, they're going to have to start a new head coach, which will be whomever, and. You know, maybe it's just maybe they just hire hire Darnold's head coach. Maybe all new rookie quarterbacks have to come in with their high school or, or college co- coach <laughs> as part of their deal because that's the only thing that seems to work. I don't know if that'll be good though, even with some of these college quarterbacks with their head coaches. I do have a take, and I don't know if anyone has said this yet. Okay, great. Um, and I want to get off the black head coach thing. I just think sure. it's a tragedy that you've got in every other sport. Mm-hmm. You minority head coaching isn't even a question. Then yeah. the NBA doesn't have an issue with hiring. He- Minority head coaches. Not as so far much as anymore. Tell. It's still probably not. It's not equal. No. Not not compared to like the players. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Players. Right. No, per right. Coaching. Right. But, but it's, I, I, I'm, it's, it's out of my league. I want to get off the okay. topic. All right. It's it's a it's a disgrace. Let's just put it that sure. way. Um, and because I want to talk about a white head coach. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. This is my take. Yeah. And tell me if you've heard this somewhere else. Okay. Mike I, Francesa said it. No, he did. I don't know. Oh God, if he did, <laughs> did he? I don't know. Okay. I don't even know what you're going to talk okay. about. Okay, Urban Meyer is leaving. Oh right, Ohio State. Oh yeah, no, he he would never talk about that. Okay, no. so Urban Meyer is leaving the Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, by way of Pete Carroll, which is get the fuck out of here before they, these scandals catch yep. up to me. Yeah. Which is clearly what he's doing. Totally. He's like it's health reasons, yep. but like he saw the writing on the wall. He got a suspension. He's go, and I think he's going to go to the NFL. Okay. There's a head coaching availability yep. on one of the most exciting teams in the NFL right yeah. now. Uh, you aforementioned Hugh Jackson uh, vacated spot mm-hmm. in Cleveland. Cleveland. Right. Urban Meyer. Yes. In Cleveland. I love the take. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's 
It's far-fetched. It's far-fetched. It's, it's maybe like a 1% chance it'll happen. If I knew anything about college football, I probably wouldn't even say this out loud. Probably. But it just popped in my head the other day. I it's like, like it, though. It's so perfect. I, I could kind of see it a little bit. I'm not sure Urban would, be, would like to coach in the NFL, though. He seems like a college guy. He's got he's total got, control. It's, a, it's pretty close to a college team. Chubb's there. Yeah. Uh, Baker. Baker's there. Yeah. It's a young squad. Young squ- yeah, yeah, there yeah, has, yeah. There's no... There, like, it's not like it's, Saban taking over the, the Dolphins. Urban Meyer could miss the playoffs next year and still be like, all right, we're, we're on the uphill swing. Yeah, and it's and he's an Ohio guy. Exactly. He that's would, I mean, that's the main point. He would never do Cincinnati because that's a shit show. Fuck no. So it's, the, there's, the only couple problems I have with this, and, and I think for, realistically speaking, is that he would need... He's the guy... He's like Saban, right? He, he needs total control of the program. Right. Right? And he's not going to get that in Cleveland. Not at all. Um, and I just... I don't know if his thing works in the NFL. Like Saban or some of those guys, like oh, probably shit, not. Right? This is this is what I meant when I said I don't know anything about college football, mm-hmm. so I could be completely. Plus, wrong. he's also getting this like stupid sort of golden parachute-ish kind of a thing, staying at Ohio State, being a, a like an associate athletic director. Yeah, but that's not going to last, dude. He's going to smell the fucking the. He might be. The he rats might, are going to start weaseling in. That that I feel like that team is or that that program is so on the verge of going by the way of like. I don't know, Louisville, you know, like just. I think they can. Mm, mm. There's trouble in Ohio State. I mean, there might. Well, you could say that probably about a lot of teams, actually. <laughs> yeah. But I think I think this is. And they, so he sort of stays close to the program, but he's not responsible for it. And, and if they start failing and like the, the, his replacement in the team doesn't win and doesn't, you know, whatever kind of win enough games next year. Now he's also like he's he's now he's sort of the. The deity still, right? He's like right. he's still the legend. His right. legend only grows then at that point. But isn't that the same with Pete Carroll at USC? Uh, yeah, basically. And he jumped. He jumped. Yeah, ship. he jumped ship, and now everyone's like, "Man, if, you know how amazing would it be great to have Pete Carroll back?" Yeah. Right? He can't come but he back. He'll never go. He'll never go back. Closets. And I think that's I think that's Urban Meyer's thing here too. Now, so he he'll never go back because he's he'll never be as big as he he is or was. Well, also, he won't get arrested if he goes. Yeah, there's that kind of stuff, too, right? And he also gets to teach a class on, like, what? ethics and leadership or no. something. Yeah, it's something so ridiculous. Like, so just, like, Just don't read your text nose. messages and yeah. you'll be fine. Right? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Wow. Like, yeah. Like, th- that's just, like, the biggest fuck you, isn't it, basically, to the NCAA? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or to, like, you know, people. To life and or people. Or to women, women. Of, yeah. women of domestic abuse. Yeah, it's yeah. across the board. It's just a... So that was my hot take. It sounds like it's not a great hot take, but it's I, a great hot take. Don't get me wrong; it's a great hot take. The reality of it is, I mean, that's that's uh, it's just too perfect. That's that's Fox and Sports the, hot take it right there. <laughs> Fox News hot take yeah. actually. Let's skip Bayless. Uh, oh my God, please! I mean, in a way, that's kind of the greatest comparison you could right. have ever given me. <laughs> um, I'd like to stay away from this whole. Uh, I know that. So, so I had a couple other things. Um, okay. Actually, I think that's it. Really, no, that's it. Those were all my takes oh. for this week. So we're back to your takes. But I want to stay away from the uh, the the moon landing shit if we could. I know. I, I, can we? <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, totally. I'm taking so much fucking fire for that shit. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I did I, you read the articles I sent you? I read the articles you sent me. I read the articles that fucking Eric sent me. It's all <laughs> horse shit. You guys are fucking pulling articles from the most. Ra- you guys sound like the conspiracy random, theorists. Random. You guys are pulling the. You guys are pulling articles from like space.com or no, like no, no, no. Mine the, were New York no- Times. The Northern China West Morning Sun, <laughs> like showing me pictures of pod landings that are fucking computer animated. Look like a goddamn. Dire Straits video. You guys seem like the fucking conspiracy <laughs> theorists. And I'm here defending a fucking... What all I said is, like, show me. 
fucking China's gonna have a pod that can return to the Earth in 2020. It's like, yeah, yeah. Why don't they just use the blueprints from our 1969? There was video of uh-huh. it. Yeah. Well, see, so, you won't even believe the video. Of a fucking pod video. landing on the moon. I didn't say that we couldn't land on the moon with a pod. I never Chris, said we that. We landed on the dark side of the moon. We've seen the dark side of the moon. If you believe, I believe we've seen the dark side of the moon. I believe we have that photograph of the dark side of the moon by a corporal whatever. Uh, I think his name is Harris. The last man to uh, be launched into the moon. He took a picture. It's called like the blue marble. Okay. It's one of the most famous pictures of the Earth in the world. It's okay. the dark side of the Earth. Oh. From space. Right. There are there are photographs of the dark side of the moon. Yeah, but we've never landed on the dark side of the moon, apparently. Not by not with a human being. Right. No. Right. Yeah. And we still have it. Right. A pod has. Right. Congratulations. Yep. Well, I'm just saying. 51 years ago, we Here could we land talking. men on the moon. Here we are 51 years ago, it. we could land men on the moon. Now, all of a sudden, we're supposed to be super excited. We landed a fucking radio-controlled car up there. <laughs> Woohoo! 50 years ago, fucking flying a kite was a big deal. Now we have fucking drones that can fucking take huge photographs of, like... I thought you didn't want to talk about this. I, now you got me fired up. <laughs> See? It works both ways. Yeah, you're the conspiracy theorist. <laughs> you are the conspiracy theorist now. The funny thing is, is like the moon truthers, you, the moon truthers. I love how you can convince yourself of that. <laughs> no, it's the truth. I was just getting fielding all these fucking questions when all the space nerd <laughs> shit started coming out because everyone wants to d- d- disprove my theory yeah. when the whole thing was me disproving someone else's theory. <laughs> so, welcome. You know, get some fucking tinfoil. Make Chris, your hat. Let's some. Let's we love the moon. Since we're uh, it's going, made of cream going, cheese. Going, <laughs> going back to last episodes. Um, yeah. And since you what? hate Penny Marshall so much. <laughs> hey, uh, I never, I never give proper credit to uh, Rick Shapiro. He's a great comedian. If you could catch him, do. He's an old school comedian. We used to do shit at the Sidewalk Cafe. Me and Ben Mo used to go check him out. I was dropping his fucking takes. He used to say. He would be like, Gary Marshall in a Penny Marshall film. <laughs> like he would always do that. And I fucking did that. Ben Mo heard it and called, called me out. Uh, so nice. uh, right. credit where credit is due. Rick Shapiro, you're fucking one of a kind. Great. Go ahead. Um, maybe you'll care more about this passing. Oh. Well, there's two huge ones. Okay. Two huge ones on the same day. Uh, yeah. I think, I'm, I think I forgot about one. Okay. Mean Gene passed yeah. away. Mean Gene Okerlund. Yep. One of the greats. Yeah. A big part of my childhood. You, totally. Like I, he was as big as the wrestlers. The quintessential straight man. Yeah, yeah. And he never broke character. Nope. With like the most insane shit, like a tiny little man with giant, like Jesse the Body, like. But held men his own. Boas. Yeah, yeah. They all respected right. him. Right. But he was he was his personality. Back when you could be a bald man with a mustache on TV and no one fucking thought twice a tuxedo, about it. Wearing a tuxedo, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was devastating. I I it's sad. I I grew up. Like, no matter what differences my father and I ever had at any point in our lives, we could always turn on the USA Network on Tuesday nights mm-hmm. and watch Gorilla Monsoon, yeah. Bobby Heenan, yep. and Mean Gene. I don't know if there's a better commentating crew. Ever. Yeah. And this is in wrestling. I'm talking, yeah, this is Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth, yeah, this like is way Howard Cosell, yeah. like, you, like the Monday Night Crew. Like right. Maybe Dandy Don right. and, and, and Howard Cosell right. are the only... The only one I can think of, like as a team, yeah. I mean, Gene, like, and his and his side side commentating, and I just, you know, like, there was always just something. My dad, Bobby Heenan, used to drive my dad crazy. Like oh. he was real. Like my dad just, I would be like, you know, like 
You believe Even it? I could see yeah. that it was just a heel yeah, turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dad would just be like, I don't know why Gorilla like puts up with that shit. <laughs> I like, he got me again. I know. And then poor Mean Gene would have to like interview these dudes who were just doing hype shit yeah. for their yeah. their upcoming matches that weekend. But he he was working with them though. It's just it so obscene so, to or brilliant. So, yeah, was, I mean to look at the contrast the contrast of yeah. like Macho Man Savage mm-hmm. like being like ain't no more in here and the Mean Gene be like so next yeah. week yeah. in Las oh, Vegas yeah, what do you think really, yeah oh boy um, well down there big guy so d- definitely. Pour one out for right. Mean Gene. They're, all three of those guys are finally in a wrestling heaven, which is sad, but hopefully if there is a wrestling heaven, oh, yeah. I could go there <laughs> and just hang out with George the Animal Steel all day and just eat turnbuckles. This is real to me. Uh, another sad loss for my dad um, is the passing of, uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow his, 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 his uh, Christian name, or probably not Christian even, uh, but uh, Super Dave Osborne. Oh yeah, passed away. Right. Yeah. Uh, I want. I just want to call him Rich Eisen. I. It's. It's not it, but it's something like that. I wish it was Rich Eisen. Oh right, I can't. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dick Thompson. <laughs> uh, my dad loves Super Dave. I never got the humor, but if you, uh, I got it a little bit. If you look it up, if you watch old Letterman clips, mm-hmm. Letterman clearly was like just thrilled to have the guy yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he just really dug his humor, and what, yep. from what I've heard. Uh, was a, like, a kind of guy that was always funny. Like I saw him on Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah. and I never, I couldn't even get it then. But apparently, it's just like a very long con type of humor. Yeah. Like you just have like like he's just always on. Yep. Yep. And so you have to be like kind of smarter. Did you get his name? No, I, I couldn't. It wasn't there, and I don't want to look it up too long. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll keep. Going. Anyway, my dad was a, a huge Super Dave fan, so my dad got that humor in the same in the same breath as he couldn't figure out that Bobby Heenan wasn't actually a total <laughs> douchebag. That's amazing. My that dad actually, yeah. did like I thought Super Dave was just Super Dave. I thought I was like this guy is so fucking lame. But my dad just like thought he was incredible. So uh, and both those guys died, died on the same day. Bob Einstein. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, not Rich Eisen. No. Um, um, yeah, he, too, it's weird, though, because, so I've watched the, the Comedians in Cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, is he on that? He's on that one. He's on it twice, actually. And Comedians he, he's love kind him. Of a, he's kind of does the, like, curmudgeon like, just talk shit all the time, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Every, like, everything's a problem kind of thing. It's kind of funny. It, it, it's really hit or miss for me, basically. Um, but I think I kind of get it a little bit. Super Dave, I used to, I used to thought was pretty funny. I don't know if I actually really understood or got it. Yeah, I, I don't think I got funny. it. I was just, I think there was enough of but like, like his dumb like stunts, like stunts things going wrong. Grab kids. And, I think right. he had like a cartoon, maybe. Yeah, I think there was a cartoon for a little while. Uh, I, I think on the curb, I thought he was he was great because it's sort of that dry kind of like deadpan. My wife can't watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, so we we just never got into it. <laughs> you should just try watching she, by yourself. She can't handle it. It's like. <laughs> The the great one though the best for me what I loved him was on Arrested Development when he played um, uh, George Bluth's the proxy when he was like either in hiding or in prison oh dude I and don't he even showed remember up that with, like, he would wear a baseball cap with like a little uh, with a with a little camera a tech clip to the to the bill oh yeah yeah and, and just walk just, around yeah and then he would just he would just deadpan yeah. his words for yeah, him yeah, like yeah, talking yeah. to people like back up to people see that that, that was great and I thought that was just it was like brilliant to that me. to me shows that that guy was funny to enough. people. People in powerful yeah, positions, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. they just kept giving him work. If you've seen all the the tributes, people have been like either tweeting or just posting on stuff wherever uh, to him. It's not even fans. He was it's revered. Just all no, it's all comedians. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. was he was extremely revered. I think, but in the, in the comedy industry, he got a yeah. He got major shout outs. Uh, Patton Oswalt did a really pretty oh, one for nice, him. Nice. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, I uh, so anyway, those those are big 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 losses. Yep. Yep. Um, we got to I think jump to picks. But did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Because I know we have a lot of wow, this could have been a three this could have been a three hour episode. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot, but we, it's, it's all stuff I think we can. Um, we can hit somewhere else. Yeah, along the lines, or okay. the next couple of weeks. Uh, way to keep else. it. We we stayed out of any of the other major three, four sports. Uh, so good job on that in the new year. Just stay on football and wrestling, the two most important, right? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. We'll get into basketball. We'll get there. Well, basketball is going to be a, it's a, it's a big basketball season. I'm excited. Um, and we're not even to the all-star break. So there's still a ton of basketball yeah. left before yeah, we really fall off the cliff and have to talk about baseball and twi- tiddlywinks. Um, so as we go into the best part of the show... Gambling, the picks portion. We're so good at it. Hey, I'm not doing too bad, dude. We're I DraftKings did it did up. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. You know, I said to my wife yesterday at dinner, our anniversary dinner. Mm. I was like, I can't wait for this weekend. I just want to sit on the couch, watch football, and gamble on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that was music to her ears. She laughed. (laughs) It was great. She's just so stoked that like I've been like bringing home like gambling money, like a physical (laughs) gambling money. I'm like, look, honey, look at this. I mean, from the from like winning the Super Bowl box, I won fifty dollars. I won the Super Bowl box, and now she just checks my DraftKings account Hmm. so she can see if I've won or not. Like she just takes it. She's like, let me look. Like she can see. She can look down. Like it's all documented. It's like Ben. It's not like Benmo world, right? When I was just like, trust me, I'm winning all the time. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was just a spreadsheet. <laughs> so it's like a way for her to like watch my gambling. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And she good. took, she it took brings my, you too closer together. She took my fantasy f- football earnings, which I haven't even gotten a check for yet. She's already <laughs> taken it. She spent it. She bought a nice, good for her. she bought a nice bedroom set. I guess that's the way. Ooh, nice. She didn't. Yeah. <laughs> was that oak? You like oak? Oak is nice. Yeah. <laughs> Cherry wood. Um, Chris, we finished the season. 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 We we we, uh, we, we did not tie. Go, uh, no, on an uphill. Okay, we, we did. did. We did tie. We did not. We did tie. No. Yes. We tied. We tied both in the week and in the overall season. Oh my god, that's the only <laughs> thing I didn't want. I would have taken like O oh, and whatever to not tie. We both finished eight and eight on the week. Uh, week seventeen. Oh god, really? Yeah, but we. Boo. It was our first non-losing week. Oh no, you had. Well, you didn't have. Well, you had, you I had, had a winning some, week. I, week I tanked pretty bad for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Though. Um. And and overall for the season we finished at one twenty eight and one nineteen and eight. Wow, that's just like every year we just did the same. Chris, last season you finished one twenty eight, one nineteen and five. So I have the same exact record <laughs> as last exact year. Same record. <laughs> I finished one game worse. God damn, dude! <laughs> don't tune in anymore, folks. You know what? Now's your chance. Get out while the getting's good. So for the season total, our winning percentage is five oh one. No. Just cracked one point over, over 500. 500. Basically. Ugh. Yeah. We were doing so well, Chris. I, so I went down and I broke down each week's winning we're percentages. Just fi- we're just average. We are. We're average. But here's, here's what I'll say. Up until week, uh, week 11 for you, you were at 556. I was crushing it. You were crushing it. I, I was at week 10 was my last probably good, and that's when everything started going downhill. I was at 571. Wow. And then from there, the numbers just kept started dropping down to where they ended up. Yeah, it's funny. It's like that's when you could like start predicting the league. 
was like week think, 10 or week 11. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We were doing well when no one could figure out the league. We were, we were, we were crushing it. Week one, we both, you had a 689 winning percentage. <laughs> I had a 687. And then we kind of dropped down and then we started going back up. The week when like Tampa Bay beat the Saints. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. When you can just pick random Anyone? games yeah. and then, yeah, we'll hit them. Jesus. Wow. So we are just lifetime boring. We're just boring. We're, yeah. We just, we just, we know what we've never had a losing year. We won right? more than we lost, though, Chris. That's good news. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, do so. I guess we'll like take this competition if it was one, which I don't think it isn't at this point anymore, into the playoffs. I guess so. Okay. Yeah. So if Woo-hoo. you don't, if you don't remember, uh, we're picking spreads. Yeah. But we also do straight up. Yep. Which is fun. Which is so we, fun. I think we call that the money line. I think last year I was 0 for 4 in the first weekend. You were. You yeah. shit the bed. Yeah. <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> Thanks for remembering that. Yeah. yeah. I do. <laughs> all right. It's like Christmas morning. Oh, boy. All right. So with that. Yes. We'll get to picks. Great. Two games on Saturday. Two games on Sunday. Yeah. They're all kind of not good, but kind of like. Terrible fine. lines. Yeah. I think. The lines are just so, so safe. I'm, I have. I forgot to even sort of. There's one check line. The updates there's one on line them. I like. There's one line I think there is worth is worth uh, is worth going after. Okay. But anyway, let's start start with it. I guess we'll start in sequential order, with the first Saturday yeah, game. That's what we're gonna do. Which I think is Houston at Colts. Uh, Houston at home against the Colts. Okay. This line I had it a couple days ago was two and a half. Colts plus. Yeah, two that's and what half. I saw yesterday. All right, now uh, I just want to maybe I'll double check them just to see if they've changed at all, but it'll probably be the same. Uh, well, this one actually, so Bovada has it now at plus one for Indianapolis. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's dropped. Damn, because I liked it. I li- I thought. Uh, yeah. Right. So Indy apparently has really good success, or Andrew Luck has really good success success against Houston in his career. And Houston's terrible in the playoffs. Houston's terrible in the playoffs. Even at home. Even at home. You know Bill O'Brien's only uh, playoff win? Is against Kansas City? With who at quarterback? Oh. Brock Osweiler. <laughs> That's right. Oh, that is, oh, man. That's just perfect. Yep. Um, I have a, man, this is really hard. I want to take Houston at home. I feel like they're the better team. You should take Houston at home. You want to know why? Why? Because fucking Bernard Hopkins, like, did something genius. You mean DeAndre? Oh, sorry, DeAndre Hopkins. Sorry. <laughs> Bernard Hopkins. He's not wow. the boxer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins did something genius. Has not had a drop all season. You know what he did that was more genius okay. than that? He dedicated this oh, game yes. to a dead baby angel. Yeah. Yep. And when you have a dead baby angel mm-hmm. on your side, it's hard. You get a couple more calls. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the difference maker. <laughs> okay. The dead baby angel. All right. The Hopkins put on blast on Twitter. Okay. Okay. So I like I like Houston across the board, uh, points I, and money line. Okay, yeah, I, oh, man, mm. yeah, one point isn't it's not enough to. Uh, I also have a savvy Benmo bet with Houston to win the AFC. Oh, okay. From like week twelve. Yeah. When their owner died. Right, right. Oh, right. Yeah, that too. Man, they've yeah. got a lot of angels on their side. They now, got right? all, they got angels in the outfield. Angels in the yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, I, I'll. Mm, I feel like Colts are going to win this game, but I'm going to I'm going to ride with you, Texans. Okay. Both, both across. Good the board. for yo. Feels okay. it feels like the solid bet. Yeah. And if I'm wrong, so you know what? I'd I'd much rather see the as a football fan. I'd much rather see the Colts. Yeah. 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 I don't mind. You know, Colts Patriots for that fucking ride to the oh, Super boy. Bowl would be so yeah, fun. A little payback there for the yeah. The yeah. 
I guess. Somehow, I guess. Right? I mean, they both kind of hate both those right? teams. Right, yeah. Okay, Sunday, a Saturday night game. Yeah. Seahawks fly in on the wings of a prayer. Well, I wish I knew a Seahawks fan that would invite me over to watch this game. Uh, yeah, I may or may not be home, so <laughs> um, I would if I know what we're doing that night. You can come to my I'm house. I'm trying to get out of it so I can just stay home and watch the Seahawks game, but yeah. I don't want to tell oh, my wife. Oh, you got plans? Yeah, I don't want to tell my wife that I want to stay home because there's the Seahawks It's game not football plans? No, it's not. Friends in town from the West Coast. What, they're not, they're only here one day? Yeah, apparently. Baloney. Seahawks plus two now. It was two and a half, so it's dropping. So that means I think it's... So Seahawks are underdogs? Underdogs plus two. Uh, on the road, that makes sense. Cowboys yeah. are playing well. Uh, Seahawks got such a lucky fucking break. The Cowboys suck. I mean, do they? This seems like a really... So Seattle dominated, I think, Dallas early on in the season. At home, though. So now they're right. on the road in Dallas. Dallas is... I, this, I don't know. With their defense and, and the run game, I, this, I, I feel like one of these teams, basically, they're kind of a, almost a mirror image of each other. What do you like? To some degree here. Uh, I'm going to have a hard time taking Seattle in two points. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to just say, I'm going to think I'm going to take Cowboys across uh, on, on both picks here. Cowboy, Cowboy. Cowboy, Cowboy. Cowboy up. I like what... I'm rooting for Seattle, obviously. I like what... Uh, what, what's his name? Jason Patrick. Why do I always call him Jason Patrick? Uh, the fucking coach for the Cowboys. Come on. Give oh, me Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. Why yeah. do I always want to call him? Jason Patrick's like the actor, right? Yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he was in like Lost, Husbands and Wives. Lost, yeah, Lost Boys? Boys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like. Uh, yeah, I like Corey Feldman. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he did a great job in that movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, whatever happened to the guy that played uh, the 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 like chunk or whatever? Like, what happened to that guy? The Truffle Shuffle? Yeah. Uh, not Lost Boys Goonies. Yeah, Jesus, oh, I've got yeah. all my reference wow, strong. Yeah. Anyway, I like what the Cowboys a... did. Uh, I think playing their starters, except for Ezekiel Elliott, was actually a good move for a team like the Cowboys in the last week of the season. I know that it like cost, it, it helped the Giants get another mo- step up in the draft for next year by losing. I still think it was like good, f- good for a team that's like overachieving to mm-hmm. go into the last week of the season win a game that got them all amped. The fan base is behind mm-hmm. them. I think that was a really smart play. Okay. Do I think it turns into a win against Seattle? I think it does. I th- I, I want to agree weird, with this you. This is a weird, yeah. I want to agree with you. I just feel like I feel like the Seahawks maybe overachieved this year and like they they lose weird games. Like and it sort of goes back to that playing down to your talent. If the Se- if the Seahawks were at home, I would say that's the difference. Yeah, right. but I also think the line would be different if the Seahawks were at home. Oh, I think sure. That I think Could it would be, be a minus, minus half. I think it's a three, three point and swing a half or something. Maybe? Oh, you think it's a six point swing uh, or five point swing? Yeah, I think Seattle would be. Oh, I think it'd be like a field goal. Or something. I think it'd be like more like one. Uh, I think it'd be like a three point swing. Mm. I, Seattle? I would take Seattle if this was a th- if this line was three. I might take Seattle. I'd take Seattle and. Hope to push. Hope to push. Yeah. 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 I know what you mean. But I think I'm just going to take the Cowboys across the board. Yeah. I think Ezekiel Elliott's the best player on the field. Yeah. And and uh, that's close with him and Russell. But here's my here's my Cowboys defense. I think I, I, Seahawks get in trouble. So if Cowboys defense can shut down Seahawks running game, Seahawks have a hard time adjusting against that. And then going, hey, listen, we we're, they just try to keep trying to run, 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 and pound does the ball. Dak, does Dak even run anymore? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he still does. Okay. Yeah, I think. Oh, I, I, I think he's being smart about it. He, he's running when he needs to and when he's given the opportunities to, uh, depending on the kind of the matchup and the teams there. So I think Cowboys, the defenses, can, can kind of give Seattle problems here, and Seattle will have a hard time sort of adapting and overcoming that. Okay. 
adjustment. If Seahawks win, who has a bigger game, Ooh. Carson or Penny or the other guy? Uh, no, I think Carson runs for almost 200 yards. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And Penny might be might have close to 100 yards. Then too. I think I'm just. I think like, I might be that's wrong. Only, I think, that's I think the only talking way. S- me into Seattle. That's the only bit. way Seattle wins this game is if they can run. If if like if they're just running all over Dick Cowboys. Okay. And I think they have a hard time running against the, against that defense. Okay. Okay. Sunday games. Chargers. We're st- in lockstep on this. I'm just riding your fucking coattails. Great. Right? I like it. Uh, Chargers road dog plus two and a half in Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore seems to be sort of like the the the. The it's the fan favorite. Media, the media yeah, favorite. media favorite here. Kind of maybe everyone that maybe started expecting them may maybe make a run to the Super Bowl or something all of a sudden. Is Joey Bosa playing? <laughs> he's, he's a secret weapon. <laughs> um I don't know if he's player or not. I could give a shit. <laughs> Ravens, I and I, I, I sort of get why everyone's sort of favoring the Ravens here and stuff, but now you got a rookie quarterback playing at home. They just blew out. San Diego a couple weeks ago. But almost lost to Cleveland. But almost lost to Cleveland. I, I think, I, I hope Chargers are, are able to figure out a way to to make adjustments and play this team better Yeah, now. if there's any hope of being the Patriots, a team like the Chargers needs to advance. Yeah. Which is funny. You know what's funny? The Patriots still have the number two. They still get a bye week. Although, After all this shitty season, uh, all this stuff happens, they still get a bye week. You could have had them at, one at, at 12 to 1. Right. You all could have had them at 12 to 1. Yep. Uh, although Baltimore winning might be the Biggest foil for the Patriots because they have a good defense and have, and Patriots yeah. have a terrible run defense. Yeah. So I'm going to pick this one because it's my turn. Okay. I'm going to take the Chargers and the points, but I take Baltimore straight up. Oh yeah, I kind of like that. I kind and I've been I've been feeling that one, but Chargers have been my team all season. I'm riding them. It's I'm true. riding them to the end. Um, I I have no confidence. In them at all, but I'm just I'm just gonna pick them. Okay, and see. Always. Hopefully, there's some magic. There. Okay, I like it. Okay, last game. Yep. Eagles, Bears. Yep. Eagles. Uh, Wait a minute. Did you say the Philadelphia Eagles are in the playoffs? Oh yes, Chris, I did. And did before that, did you say that the Baltimore Ravens were in the playoffs? Oh, I did, Chris. Yes. Was there anyone on the earth that predicted those two teams would make the playoffs? Yes, I believe Bob Einstein did before he died. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm sorry. That wasn't him. It was you. It was me. Yes. One man in all of sports media predicted those two teams to make the playoffs. And it was me. (laughs) Go back and listen, folks. It's in the archives. It's recorded. Go fuck yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Take that. Here's a spoonful of medicine for you. Yeah, right there. Bad medicine like Bon Jovi. Right. Um, Nick Foles playoff magic once again. I mean, absolutely. If this guy so goes, this is in Chicago, right? This is in Chicago. So you asked me a question last week. Okay. You said, if I were the Bears, who would I rather play? Yep. The Vikings? Yeah. Or the, the Eagles. Eagles? Right. And I said the Vikings, Vikings. 100%. Yes. Now, do you think right now the Bears wish they were playing the team that they just fucking made collapse in a must-win game or a magical team on the rise? Like, who do you think the Bears would rather be playing on? Uh, if... If... It's honestly, honestly, I, yeah. Honestly, I don't. I don't think they care. I don't think they care. They're just happy to be there. No, no, no. I think the Bears think they can beat either any team, almost any team at home. Okay. And I think, and I, and I truly believe that actually. Really. But, hmm. but who's their quarterback? Trubisky. Blake Bortles. Jim McMahon. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> God. Um, I think Bears are at full strength here. They're. At home, they definitely feel like they can 
whooping ass. Yeah. Here's a, so here's my interesting theory. Oh, question. I, okay. Can Nick Foles really do this two seasons in a row? And if he does, is there is there is there a quarterback? How can you I how can a, you get rid of Foles as, a, as a starting quarterback? Then I'm gonna answer your question with a question: Is Nick Foles truly healthy? Oh, I don't know if he's healthy. And. I just don't know if he can have that magic again. This this Eagles He's team, already got the magic. The magic's already back. He's it's already a little bit, but I just sometimes that magic just kind of runs out all of a sudden again, right? It, it's not always sustainable. I don't think he can ride it to the Super Bowl. I don't think he I, can. I either. think that going through the Saints, the Bears, and the and the Rams is really going to be hard. Yeah. But these teams played each other a couple weeks ago, didn't they? Did they I don't remember. Well, if they did, it wasn't with Nick Foles at the helm. Right. Uh Here's why I like the Eagles, okay. and here's why I think the Eagles win. Okay. Wow, I like this. Because I think they have better receivers. Okay. They've got Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. They've got Golden Tate. They've got Mike Wallace. Okay. Those are three really good at some point in their mm, career you're stretching wide Wallace. receivers. You're stretching Wallace. Wallace was an all-pro. Yeah, he was 10 years ago. I'm just saying, those are three guys that can fucking catch, Jeffrey, two of which were on the Bears. Jeffrey I like. Tate is around. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, there's potential there. I just, across the board, position by position, I'm just, I think the Bears are just better overall. Okay. They're at home. And I think, I think they'll so be able to. So you say Bears, Bears, I think with that defense, points? they can get to, they can get to Foles. Um, I'm not sure. I think Philly's defense plays into Chicago's offense better. Here's what I would say. Chicago doesn't need to run the ball so much and they can just pass it and they can pass it to Cohen out of the backfield. They don't have to worry about uh, Howard trying to run it up. Howard's been playing well, though. He's been playing well, though. But Philly has has a good run defense, I think, and they have a terrible pass defense. And I think that plays into uh, uh, Chicago's strengths. Okay. So what's your prediction? Trubisky is going to run for 88 yards. He's going to run for his life. And a touchdown. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I love it. I love love the exact yard for the weather's going to be slightly cloudy. Yeah, it's going to be snowy. Is it going to be snowy? Sleety. It's going to sleet. I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'll, I'm, I'm take, I'll take the Bears across the board. I have a question for you. Did the Eagles play last year? Did they go into the playoffs with home field advantage? I think they did. Which is different this year. It is different this year. So I think that that's your, I think that's that's your difference. Edge. That's an edge. Bears at home, I think, are really tough. I do, too. I still like the Eagles to cover that okay. five and a half. Six, I got six and a half. Okay. You like it even better. Okay. Uh, but I'll get I'll I'll agree with you and take the Bears if it was to win seven or seven and a half. I'll take Eagles to cover. Of course you would. Yeah. I know how you work. <laughs> it works so well for me. I know. All right, me uh, Bears across the board. You are split. Yep. Okay. Great. That's it. That's all the games, Chris. That's it. So can we, I w- dude? This is a great. This is a peppy little fast episode, yeah, right? I think so because we've been going long for some for so. Let's many call episodes. this one a shorty. Yeah. I we owe the shorty we owe the world the we floor. owe the world nine minutes. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Can you play some music? It's a Friday. I want to go home. I have to take a shit. Drink. <laughs> <laughs>